0: All right, guys, you can be honest. Who's the better host, me or Anthony? You're still, and. You're still live. Yeah, <laughs> <And>, obviously. <laughs> oh, man.
1: All
0: right, who's got better hair? and obviously. Oh, Anne. Yeah, oh, you guys it's are just a, being mean. All right. Welcome into the Dynasty Big Board. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, joined by Ryan Searfoss and Eric Adams. I am filling in for Anthony tonight because he is engaging in his own darkness retreat. He does not have internet, so I have jumped on the pod. Um, But we appreciate Anthony doing his best Aaron Rodgers impression, and we're going to try to make him proud here talking about the NFL scouting combine boys coming off of a chaotic weekend at the combine, quite frankly, at least for the rookie big board rankings. So we're going to talk about risers. We're going to talk about fallers, uh, but we're going to talk about our biggest takeaways. Like we're not just going to list off a bunch of names, go riser, faller. Before we get into that, though, we got to talk about it. We have to talk about the ridiculous value that comes with being a rookie big board patron. March is a big month for us. We got the rookie guy dropping March 17th. My 2023 seasonal projections are out. Like I said, the rookie big board is updating daily. I just put in more tape evaluations before we jumped onto this. You could save 15% now. You sign up for the annual membership. That's just 30 bucks a year. Uh, that 30 bucks a year is much cheaper uh, than buying a generator, maybe to power your house when the electricity goes out. So it's a, it's a really good value. You got to jump into it.
1: How are we doing tonight, fellas? Good, Matt definitely here i like it it's been a while
2: matt come clean how close did you come to saying dynasty draft room
1: it was uh it was pretty close how, no Listen, how close do...
0: did you come to calling yourself anthony i actually because of uh, because i don't do this read for the rookie big board shows i'm reading off of of the intro sheet that i created um but i did have to highlight anthony's name in red so that i did not read that part of it it's a good call um, but yeah, I told I was telling Foss before you know, we started recording that um because the rookie big board itself is a little bit more formal because I do it solo. I'm I'm ready to go off the rails tonight, boys. Like let's what? let's kick back, this, let's have some fun, let's talk about the combine. That's what this I'm is
1: a, this is a show of learned doctors. We never go off the rails. Learned
0: doctors. <laughs> Ryan, I have read I have read your writing. Uh it is not a show of learned doctors, I can tell you that much
1: listen i i had about six years of school too so well, speaking of writing, once. by
0: the way we now are we're not doing articles on the rookie <laughs> big board for patrons so just throwing that out there nice little bonus content in there uh eric you want to start us off here combine talking points talking about yes. these nice tight ends
2: love me some nice tight ends uh yeah, anytime we get to talk about the incoming rookie class, and anytime it's a good tight end class, I'm gonna use my opportunity to talk about them. Um, just a real good weekend for what I I view as honestly, I just, just like the I think the sixth year going on that we're doing this. Uh, this is probably the deepest tight end class that I've seen coming coming in. Uh, you know, Zach Koontz, Matt you you brought it up you liked him uh, beforehand you said he's a really good player well he tested as a incredible athlete as well because he ran a three cone drill that was better than some some receivers uh 6.87 in the three cone that's incredible that is legitimately yeah. incredible um he also uh, blazed a 40 uh Sam LaPorta had a really nice three cone time with 6.91 i obviously everybody was talking about Darnell Washington um I know Luke Musgrave had like the seventh best Ras score for a tight end since they started doing it. Uh, it's just it's just a freaky good class, and like it's nice to see that like uh, as well as on tape how good of football players they are. You know they they really are some really solid athletes as well. Coons um, specifically, he he helped his stock incredibly. It's like to to run like that at six seven.
0: I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, he is 100, 100. 97th percentile in vertical jump, Jesus. 96th in broad, uh 92nd in three cone, uh, ninety-second percentile in 40 yard dash. This is not size adjusted. <laughs> this is just
1: yeah, this ridiculous. is just pure athleticism. I mean, it's amazing. Yes, that's ridiculous. Um, can we while we're on the tight ends? Can we bring up that let's not panic over Michael Mayer? Like no, he was not supposed to run like that. No, do not fine. worry. He's as solid as can be. Yeah, and if he was your d- rookie tight end one, keep it that way. Yeah, like, there's, yeah. No re- re- move, there's no there's no reason, reason to adjust him at all.
2: Yeah,
0: we knew that. <laughs> we knew that going in, or, else, or we should have uh, we should, going in. Yeah. So yes, but, but it's just
1: you. I'm saying for like everybody else, like I feel like that's something that needs stated. Like he's not moving for me. That's the majority prototype tight end in real football now. You don't get yeah. that many Kyle Pitts's and dudes like Kelsey. I do think it'll be
2: interesting to see how much Washington rises. Because Bro. everyone everyone was enamored with the way he blocked. Like, if you watch that blocking drill, man, he blocked a little a little differently than everyone else. Like he made that sled his uh
1: B word. So dude, yeah. film his film is like, okay, he's an amazing blocker. And yep. this like kind of solidified the other stuff, which for pass catching, dude, he might jump high. If he, if, I mean,
2: if he goes in the first round now, I would hook oh. when, I, when he, he's the
1: first round. He's there's no way. He's
0: there's pushing not a chance he gets I don't, the first
1: round. He gets first round. He's a rookie first round pick for you then. Right. Darnell Washington probably has to be no i I don't think he is i
0: I don't think he is and i'm darnell washington's biggest fan i really am like i've been hyping him up i think i i think i've pushed up his fantasy value relative to most but i do think at the end of the day like the way he's going to win i don't know if he's going to demand you know 80 targets right away right i think you could get there but i do you know i want to keep it in context like i don't want to overhype him because i want him to be properly valued in like the mid to late second round still but like He's not getting out of the first round of the NFL. I think he's tight end one off the board. Like I love Michael Mayer, but I could just see so many NFL teams falling in love with Darnell Washington. Like he can just do everything for you.
2: Yep. People are people are labeling him a sixth offensive lineman. Says all you need and to he know. Is.
0: <laughs> yep. He is. I mean, he's such a mismatch. Like you you watch the way Georgia used him. As a run blocker in the red zone, I know we're getting a little NFL versus fantasy right now, but as a run blocker in the end zone, like, like it was such a mismatch, and it was one of the reasons they were so effective at the goal line, because uh, as we saw, unfortunately, it wasn't Kenny McIntosh uh, running running fast uh, oh. through the goal line.
1: Oh, that's cool.
2: Also. <laughs> Also, uh, one guy we're not talking about who wasn't even at the Combine, Dalton Kincaid, probably would have tested pretty darn well if he was there. So He didn't
0: test, but did he measure? He was there, right? Yeah.
2: yeah I I He might have been there, but I don't know. I I know he didn't run – he didn't do any drills.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, guys, like translating the athletic tight end out, right? You know, we're, we're kind of focusing on this. We're saying, you know, Mayer doesn't necessarily need it, but some of these other guys are. You know, for me, as you kind of like dig into the depth of the fantasy position, right, a tight end, it's such like a, a crap show, but you have like Greg Dolchich, you have Jelani Woods, right? It feels like once we get to like the end of our, you know, startup drafts and we're looking for tight ends, leaning into those athletic guys feels like what you want to do, right? Like, I feel like that's why we're talking about Zach Koontz,
1: That's why we're talking about Sam Laporta.
0: There's just a little bit more upside with that.
1: And you're at this rate, right, you're getting those basically free picks. Fourth rounders and guys not getting drafted, and a lot of times tight end doesn't hit right away, and you can get them either dropped in the league or toss in. So you can be patient on them.
0: Eric, any other athletic tight ends you want to talk about before
2: we move on? Uh, I mean, you know, I could bring up Tucker Craft, who had also a really good weekend. He did, and um, he needed it. He did need it, yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, I, I, like I said, anytime I can bring up a good, a good talking point for this tight end class, I'm going to do it. This, I I feel very strongly that this is one of the better tight end classes we've seen in a long time.
0: One more positive note before we let Ryan come in here and just wreck dreams. Um, Gosh. Sam Laporta, I know we touch on Sam Laporta, but don't be surprised if he's a top 100 pick. Um, you know, he might not be like the sexiest for fantasy, but, I thought he was a top 100 pick coming in because the NFL likes him a lot, especially as a blocker and as a versatile guy and you look at his you look at his mock draftable comparisons, I mean Evan Ingram's on the list, uh Kellen Winslow's on the list. Uh it's some pretty good company there.
2: He is 100% going top 100 picks. Yeah. I will, I will, you can lock that in.
0: All right, now that I'm feeling good, Eric's feeling good, the listeners are feeling good, let's cue up Ryan to just absolutely trash the player that we have been excited about for three years, Ryan.
1: Please tell us why we should should, no longer be excited about Boutte. Can we um, go back to before the combine when he was having drop issues? He looked undersized. He digressed in his production and still came in the combine because he at one point was the what debbie wide receiver one or two was he yeah. the one for how long yeah, I, and I, and I, don't there, that, I don't think he's he was ever like not how like
0: marvin harrison jr is one you know what i mean but like he was definitely in that conversation like top three plenty of people would have had him as their wide receiver one
1: right and apparently that freshman year growth spurt didn't hit and the athleticism man like if you're as small as he is and had real some serious issues with production, if he tested fantastically its thing, but it was terrible, man. A four or 40 is unacceptable when you're that small, you're dropping the ball and there's other struggles. And a 29-inch vertical, I don't know if he can dunk the basketball and he's gonna be a wide receiver in the NFL. Like it's so bad. He did nothing well. You're Is that a requirement? Is it a I requirement just, that you dunk I just, a basketball? I just assume you're athletic enough. You can, like, high schoolers can.
0: Ryan, how close to dunking a basketball can you get?
1: Currently, or like yeah. when I was not, I'd probably like slap the net.
0: Just <laughs> slap
1: the net. I'm, also, I'm vertically challenged. For anybody who just see me from the shoulders up, I'm like five six. Real hard to get up there.
0: What if we stacked you on Eric's shoulders? Do you feel like you could dunk at that point?
1: Are we We'd gonna jump off feet? A I would hope so. Are we gonna be uh, jumping off a trampoline?
2: <laughs> do you feel like you need to? What do you think? I'm ca- running with you on my shoulders? Today? Yeah. <laughs> what is this conversation turning into? Get
1: I'm just, I'm just
0: saying. I've seen Eric on the basketball court. I don't know. I feel like he could probably get closer to the rim than you could.
2: I want but... to go out on a, on a limb and say if my wide receiver in the NFL can't dunk a basketball, I do have some problems. I, I Okay. So that like... is
1: a fair, measurable. Then it, it's it's kind of, it sounds ridiculous, but like. You have to be athletic, man. Other than corner receiver has probably one of the most athletic players on the field. And he just didn't show that in any way. He had one of the worst combines.
0: Hear me out here. The the vertical jump, right? We get rid of the vertical jump as it is. And instead Uh, it's an adjustable basketball hoop. And you just like, you have to keep raising it a little bit higher, like how a pole vaulter would until you can't dunk it.
2: Feel like I that would like make that.
0: the combine much better.
2: I would. It would be so
1: much more entertaining. I'm in.
0: Right.
2: Good
0: yeah. To I, to, I mean, term,
1: right? I, I, like, I like watching the uh, that, but yeah, yeah, I'd watch that.
0: You like the vertical jump specifically?
1: I like the vertical jump. I, I like watching them. I really do. That. I like watching them. Think... I like the swat on the little thing. All right. So Dude, his broad jump too was dog shit. <laughs> Nine <laughs> foot eight. Like. Okay. So we got defensive tackles jumping farther
0: than him. Putting, he's putting Boute in context. Are you using a third
1: round rookie pick on him? No. <sighs> maybe a late, but a late third? Maybe. I probably still wouldn't. But no.
0: Fourth round pick? He's he's getting drafted. Yeah. He's I, than the I'm fourth. not
2: positive he's getting drafted.
0: Okay. Let, let me this is by the I'm trying to do my best Anthony impression because Anthony is very good at this. Okay, ready? So uh Kayshawn Butte or Tank Dell?
2: Tank Dell by Tank a Del. lot
0: both two two Dell votes. Okay. Uh Keishon Boutte or Trey Palmer.
1: Trey Palmer, by a lot. Wow. I have not watched Trey Palmer yet, so Mana. Gonna...
0: Okay. Um Keishon Boutte or
1: Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Dude, I have to be able to on that. And I'm like. All right. Deuce Vaughn. 5-5. Five, five, Deuce Vaughn. Dude, yeah, like, you can't. He's not going to. You want to know what's something you
2: guys haven't brought up yet since we're, we're talking on boot tape? Attitude issues. Yes. Body language. Yes. The, the rumors coming out of what he did at LSU last year. I don't care how much of a scumbag Brian Kelly can be. All right. That man did not have a good year last year, on and off the field, all right? You're telling me, after testing extremely poorly and not producing and living up to expectations in college, that an NFL team is going to take a look at that and be like, you know what? No, I still think the talent's there. We'll take him on day two. No, no shot. Oh, he's not going day two, no. No No shot. Do you he's okay, going to are be we, fully off of some board. sick
1: sixteen like some offensive linemen. Throw his name away and be like, all right, he's off the board. 16 so. offensive linemen jumped higher than him. That's ridiculous.
0: Um <laughs> are we are we in Justin Ross territory? Like are we going undrafted here? I could see it. I mean, you know I see for different reasons, different, different reasons, much different reasons. Right. Ross was injury related, so much yeah. different reasons. But. but
1: the thing is he won't. Like for me personally, he will think he will. If it, I think there's gonna be people who believe in him, who have either followed him in Devi or have like some connection where they think. No, no, I'm saying NFL, NFL. Oh, undrafted.
0: NFL. NFL undrafted. He'll pull an ADP, yes, because Justin Ross pulled an ADP. So yeah. Butte is going to be drafted.
1: But I'm Can talking about like,
0: But in the in NFL.
2: I don't think he sniffs the first four rounds. I think no. he's like. I think he's day three. I think late day three, I don't, I, I mean, don't think like, he'll go before six or seven.
0: When I, when I look at, uh, you know, in the rookie big board, I have projected out NFL draft projections, right? So like, these are the guys that I have day three, uh, Rakeem Jarrett, Xavier Hutchinson, Elijah Higgins, Jonathan Mingo, Trey Palmer, uh, Darius Davis, uh, Dontavian Wicks, Michael Wilson, right? All of these guys, if I'm an NFL team, all of those guys have upside that don't come with the downside of Kayshaun Boutte. Like what does Boutet yep. give you that those guys don't? You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I All like right. I said, I think he's fully gonna be off some teams of sports.
0: We uh we done piling on Kaishawn Boutet? Any yeah. final thoughts?
2: Guy said he would run a 4-3, and he ran a 4-6-7. I mean... He said he's going to
1: run a 4-3. <laughs> he did say. He at did the conference, say. he's oh like, my God. who'd
2: you compare yourself to? Stefan Diggs. Okay. Stop okay. it. I dig the confidence. Love the he confidence. He did say that.
1: <laughs> that, that,
0: that... Oh, buddy. Buddy. All right. Let's go, uh, let's go back on a high note here, fellas. Uh, <laughs> Bryce Ford Wheaton, out of West Virginia. This is... You know, I like to talk about process as much as I can. Like this for me is process, right? I watched twenty-eight receivers with full tape evaluations before I got to the combine. Bryce Ford Wheaton was not on the list, right? So you go to the combine, you see who pops, and then you decide, you know, where you allocate your time. We only have so much time to watch all this tape, right? So Ford Wheaton goes to the combine. He runs a four three eight at six three and a half two hundred and twenty one pounds he, he jumps 41 inches which is um the 95th percentile 89th percentile and broad jump so the way i go in it is I, you know i'm saying okay like let's look at the film let's look at the tape does this match and then i'm sitting here and i'm like why was i not watching his tape this whole time dude he's super fun he works so well along the sidelines. He has quick feet in short space. He he's really good at stop start, you know, through his routes. Like he's breaking defensive backs pretty consistently with that. And his ability to track the ball, guys, is stupid. Like to call West Virginia's quarterback play terrible is probably being nice, but he adjusts so well in midair. He's a great contested catch guy in the end zone. There's this one play where um West Virginia's quarterback is getting hit like as he's releasing it. And so the ball just kind of wobbles in the air. And Ford Wheaton jumps in between two pit defenders and just gets smacked, like hit, just totally blindsided and just holds on the ball, pops up, you know, is good to go. I, I still think he's a day three guy, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's an early day three guy. You can run that speed at 6'4", 220, and then the,
1: the tape backs it up. Just super fun. I would much rather take, if I was an NFL team, take a chance on him than... Previously talked about. You had to go back there, Ron. The you had to bring just up just the, off the athletic trade. No, but like, that's the thing. The NFL wants that. Like, yes. They he's do, the prototype of though, what Ryan, they, they don't want. want that. They need that.
0: Yeah. That's like SpongeBob meme, right? Like, I need it.
2: And he ran under a seven for a three cone at 6-4. Yeah. What in the hell? <laughs> Well, I've never I've never been more excited to watch someone's tape now. Because Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's gonna be me at work tomorrow.
0: I mean, if I'm looking at the heights of the players that I have listed in the first round, six oh, five eleven, six oh, five nine, five eleven, five nine, six three, six two, five ten. Right, like in this class, it's kind of a smaller class. So to get Ford Wheat in there at six four, and now we know it's a real six four, which is so nice about the combine, right? Like that's He's gonna literally stand out amongst his peers.
1: Not like Quentin Johnson's 6'6 or six, uh, Yeah, Quentin Johnson
0: that. who's 6'2 all of a sudden. Um, yeah, maybe maybe I'll I'll finish up the pod with that. But I don't want to monopolize the time here talking about Bryce Ford we and Eric running back draft capital
2: discussion. Okay. So this has a little less to do with just a singular person from the combine, just more about how uh how the discussion at running back should be going at this moment in time. Um, A lot of the arguments made for running backs coming out of the draft is uh, centered around draft capital, especially in fantasy. I think it's past time we have a readjustment to that line of thinking, to be honest. Uh, I think running back supply greatly outweighs the demand in the NFL. We know it's a position that can be easily replaced. It turns over quickly from year to year. Uh, This draft class is deep at premier positions like offensive tackle, qb edge corner you know jordan reed said there there might be as many as 15 corners going in the top 100 uh and this is coming off a year last year when there was only six running backs taken by the time day two ended so i looked it up there are currently eight teams that could use what what we'll call as a top dog in their backfield uh you know starting type running back the rest would just be adding a guy for competition and honestly, of those eight, only three of those teams can afford to use a luxury pick on a running back. And by luxury pick, I mean, you know, uh, a pick through day two. Um, my point here is I think it's time to readjust the running back draft capital argument. This is a great draft with premier talent at premier positions, along with depth to boot. Running back is likely going to be prioritized later and later in the draft. And this is just how how the position's moving through the NFL. Um I think, you know, it's time to drop your expectations of what good draft capital is for a running back. Uh, That's how you miss on guys like Damian Pierce and Tyler Algier from last year. If they go later in day three than you hoped, that's fine. You should be looking at the situation. You should be looking at who's in the backfield with them. Uh, You know, this is is really becoming the new normal for the running back position. So instead – this is going to be tough because I know not everyone scouts, you know, as as intensely as others. You got to trust your process on scouting these guys. Uh, if you believe the guy is good, you stick with them. Don't use draft capital to hold up the argument anymore because more and more we're about to start seeing these running backs go later and later. So that argument's not going to be there for you anymore. Uh, it's all basically all I'm
1: saying. Uh, I think, like to that point, like the landing spot is more important is the most important part now. Like, where they're going to have the opportunity once they land there and how they'll fit in. Because a lot of these running backs outside of the top three are very role-based. And we're looking for them to fall on a team that fits – needed what they can fill out. Whether – I know he performed badly like Roshan Johnson in a short short yardage role with a quicker back. Or someone like Zach Evans who came a little smaller, paired up with the opposite. Like – it's just it's more landing spot now than draft capital. Other than maybe the separating the elite guys. Or I mean, we you know like
0: late. the the workhorse running back is dead, right? That, For the most yeah. part, there's there's a few guys, and that's why they're so valuable, right? There's Jonathan Taylor, there's Najee Harris, and there's Bijan Robinson, right? And we know Bijan's going to be able, you're going to be able to project him 250 to 300 touches, right, as a rookie, but that's not normal. And we shouldn't, to Eric's point, like, we shouldn't knock guys because of that, right? So, like, if you love Tajay Spears now, for example, right, don't be disappointed when Tajay Spears goes at the top of the fourth round and he's a rotational back. Most running backs in the NFL are rotational backs, right? That's why the top guys are so valuable. And that's why we're so in on Bijan robinson right like everyone's freaking out like how are you making this rookie who's never taken a snap the dynasty running back one and it's because we feel confident that he's going to get projected to 250 to 300 touches which you just cannot do consistently right aside from what cmc and and jonathan taylor right now um you know I mean, even like jonathan, Walker, ha- jonathan you know? taylor had his struggles this year
1: because right got necked up and beat up so i got right. er- early as possible
0: Yeah, I mean, we're doing a a startup right now, a Debbie startup right now. Uh, I think there's – Bijan's the only running back that's been taken, right? And we're pushing the third round. And that was me, first pick in the second round. I know. I thought about it. I thought about it in the first round. I really did. Um, But, yeah, Eric, I completely agree with your point. You know, you can't pivot off of these guys. And how many times do we get guys in rounds six and seven that have fantasy value? So it's not even just like the Michael Carters. Remember, like he was taking like two picks into day three. It's it's all the way downboard and even UDFA sometimes.
2: Yep. That's just the way the running back position is moving at this point. That's where they're valued. So
0: the rule is that draft capital is an important thing. It's not the only thing.
2: Not the end all be all.
0: Speaking of draft capital, though, Ryan going positive.
1: Somebody yeah. who's definitely getting day
0: two draft capital now.
1: It was funny. Like I went through like such a roller coaster from watching uh, Marvin Mims. Like I really enjoyed watching him. But I'm like, he looks a little small. He played like, I don't know if he's gonna be super athletic enough to make up for that five eleven height. He looks skinnier than he came in at, to be honest. But man, did he light it up! Running a four three eight thirty nine inch vertical. Did he did everything he wanted? Sub seven three drill. He proved that athleticism that can put him on the outside, not just kind of pigeonhole him as a receiver. Like he's he's definitely gonna get that draft capital now. And he profiles similar to a lot of decent number two receivers on teams.
0: I love Marvin Mims. Like, like I just love him. Man, his tape was always good. I was held back because I thought he wasn't gonna test well. That was like everything we've heard. Um, But he looks fast on tape, mm-hmm. right? He looks quick. He looks the right kind of fast. You know, a lot of times we talk about 40 speed versus play speed. And now he's got both. He, he just looks skinny when he played for some reason. He does. It's like, the way he, I mean, he's, he's a buck he look, 83. He, like, he's not like, huge.
1: But like either like guys who are his height, uh, and like his size, he just looks smaller for some reason. I yeah. don't know if he's just lanky or what. But dude, you play like that, you jump like that, run like that. It's fine.
2: He'll
1: be good. Brian, who who would you comp him to? Who would I comp him to? I don't know now because better not be a certain former Jaguars receiver. I'll tell no, you. No, that no, that's been changed. That's been changed. So we'll good. Just move on. Yeah, good. So there's not a comp for him now <laughs> because he performed better. Love one of his mock
0: draftables is Santonio Holmes.
1: I really like that I one. love that one. I love that one. That one feels a lot better than the one right? You said. That's not bad. Yeah, Santonio Holmes would be solid. He was a good player for a while and probably been better. He's a very than good player, NFL. and he'd been better in today's NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the other thing too with Marvin Mims. Like
0: we said, you know, he looks slender, he looks slight. He's a buck eighty three. Uh, guess what? That's heavier than Jordan Addison, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Flowers, Josh oh, Downs. You know, uh, he's in good company. So,
1: they're so small in this class, but it does. But you can be small. It's an NFL trend. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just I don't... I've ne- never seen a receiver group this small before.
0: Yeah, these guys would have gotten buried six years ago. Yep. But we've proven that it works like that now. You can get away with that. NFL teams not only – it's not only is it okay, NFL teams need it. They want it, right? They need that balance. Yep. Just as much as they need, you know, a 6'2", 208-pound Quentin Johnston.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I thought you were doing the perfect segue into you being mean about him. I'm not going to – 40, man (laughs) – Who, that had a,
2: yeah, um, that had a, if what? he ran a bad 40, oh my goodness.
1: That was my only That was my only combine bet was on his 40 time, and he didn't do it, and I'm so upset about it. Yeah. And I, I mean, thought it, I was guess, a slam, it was a slam dunk.
0: I, I'd say, like, let's finish on that point because there was a few guys. Quentin Johnston didn't run. Um, Sean Tucker didn't run. Dude, a lot uh, of Evans run- didn't run, right? A lot of running backs didn't run. And so for me... Unless there's a legitimate injury, right? Like Izzy, uh Bandicanda, Eric, you said he had a hammy. Yeah. Um, if you're Kendrick just not running too, right? at the combine, and you're Might somebody be. whose game is is highlighted by speed, like I'm knocking you, man. Like I yep. it's an automatic knock for me. I don't care what you do with your pro day. There's a reason you didn't run if it's not injury related, right? So what, what about JSN? Well, no, but JSN doesn't need to be fast. No, and he ran that oh, so ridiculous agilities. Right, exactly. He's always been athletic. It's not his thing, right? I'm saying like a guy like Quentin Johnston or Sean Tucker, right? These are guys who part of their upside and their appeal is that they're fast, right? That's what they're supposed to be good at. So if that's what you're supposed to be good at and you're not willing to do it at the combine, I get why. I get why they're doing it. They're trying to hide it, right? So you want to do it on your own turf. You know, especially that 40 turf, you can run faster on your own turf. It's what you're used to. You're, you're 100%. You sleep in your own bed the night before. I get it. I do. But from, from us, from our perspective, we I'm knocking them.
2: I think QJ made a business decision t- to not run that 40 time. Who? Quinn Johnston made yes. a business decision to my, not run my that hand. 40
1: my hand may be looking tight come combine time, too just seeing all these like skinnier, smaller receivers or come pro day time. I'd be, I'd be getting a little bit tight there too. He's just, just tweaking it. I'll just run it after it. the combine. I'll run it after the draft,
0: bud. You got it. We'll, we'll see how good we are after the combine, right? Just like Daniel Jones, like get 160 mil and then, and then figure out how good you are. Right. <laughs> oh, this, this isn't the free agency pod. Is that next week?
1: That is next week. <sighs> all right. Just rage for oh. agency.
0: I won't I won't lean into that. Uh, listen, I would be the biggest hypocrite in the world if I let us go much longer here uh, because I yell at you guys every week to keep it under about 32 minutes. So I got to wrap it up. The last thing I will say 32. is- I thought it was 30. I thought it was 40. 40. <laughs> my, my brother, <laughs> the the number the number 40 has never come out of my mouth when it comes to how long these podcasts should be. Oh, now uh, my bad. But Anthony did not get the chance to express his views in this podcast. Again, because of his darkness retreat, we hope that's going well. We hope he emerges with some clarity in terms of where he wants to podcast. We know it'll be with us. Uh, but he did he did do an article on uh, the Rookie Big Board Patreon, patreon.com slash rookie big board with all of his winners and losers from the Combine. So patrons can go over there now, check out that article. Um, so if you want Anthony's opinions, you can absolutely get it. Boys, final takeaways here before we wrap
1: this thing up. Um, combine fun. NFL free agency not. Well, combine.
2: I don't really give a crap about pro days. So <laughs> it's really just the NFL draft from here on out, baby. I, I can't wait. We're we're counting, we're counting down. We're only about a We're, get, we're getting away. legitimately close. Oh yeah. Best time of the year. It's like Christmas. all right well you'll
0: want to make sure you're with us next week by us i mean not me unless anthony's retreat really really extends itself uh because you guys will be talking free agency i'll be listening free agency so i'm looking forward to that as well what if if anthony runs
1: into something in the dark and then he can't come because of that my goodness ryan
0: he's gonna (laughs) listen to this show
1: i hope you don't anthony but what? (laughs) Then I'll, then I'll come back.
0: Then I'll I'll come back for you, Ryan. Okay. All right. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you check out the Patreon. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Big Board.
2: Later, taters.